सहनावगतो सहनौनक्त सह वीकवाह तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मेद्विषावह ओ शातिशाशाति So as uh, Anoki pointed out everybody has likes and dislikes that's what we are made up of and as long as you can manage your likes and dislikes you can afford to have them what is meant by managing is my mind says i want a given thing i like this and therefore i want it if i feel that this demand in the part of mind is not right is something called vivek or discrimination in our life we point earlier we described that each one of us has intellect this mind is there emotions are there likes and dislikes are there that's one aspect of our personality the other aspect of personality is we are thinking people we are an intellect with which we think we understand in general you understand what is right and what is wrong what is good for us what is not good for us generally we understand so suppose that my mind is asking for something which i know is harmful to me in long run my mind is craving for smoking let us say or wants because my friends are smoking therefore i'm i'm sort of tempted to do that knowing fully well that smoking is injurious to health still my mind is asking for it so thus we have two aspects in our being one is intellect or thinking aspect which judges what is right and what is wrong what is good for us what is not good for us other is the habitual part the habitual part or the reactive reaction part deliberate behavior and the behavior driven by reaction impulsive behavior you know the deliberate behavior and impulsive behavior what is deliberate behavior is when i am composed in my mind i know what is right and what is wrong and i act accordingly i know here is a situation which requires me to be honest let us say i know that i have value for honesty we'll talk about that later but my mind says no no you go to a store see a very attractive thing the temptation to put it in the bag you know it's called shoplifting have you heard of this 
shoplifting means people go to the shops and go and lift things put in their pocket in their bag now one part of the mind knows that this is a wrong thing to do you know that and still that impulsive mind tells me i want it and the person does it so what is meant by managing these likes and dislikes or managing the impulses is that sometimes impulse comes to me i want to cheat i want to tell a lie i want to steal i want to indulge now there are limits everywhere how many samosas are good for you how many pani puri are good for you how many rasgullas are good for you you know you know our limit sometimes the mind says more and more and more now if you are able to control that mind and say here is the limit thus far and no further if i'm able to assert my sense of judgment then you say that i am in control of my emotions i am in control of my likes and dislikes on the other hand so i want one more samosa and i pick it up you know when there is buffet for example in the parties nobody is supervising you you can load your plate as much as you want but you know how your stomach is what suits you you are on young people that question doesn't have you know perhaps in your case in my case the question very much is there what suits my stomach what does not suit my stomach when i eat something it creates indigestion i cannot digest certain things so these are the problems i may have but my palate you know says hey i like i like samosa where samosa is no good for me you follow and still the love for samosa makes me take one two three four then i am controlled by my impulse do you understand when within my own mind i know that a given thing is not good for me a given thing is not right for me right for others and still i allow my mind to do that or my mind my impulses my emotions prevail upon me they control me and make me do things that is called slavery that is called helplessness so all of us are suffering from one major or the other helplessness all of us have that there are many occasions when our impulses our cravings our temptations they dictate us we fall for the dictation of temptation craving i have craving for ice cream 
So when you bring ice cream plate before me, I cannot control myself. Particularly, these days in all wedding parties, there are big stalls where so many kind of ice creams are available, so many cakes are available, pastries are available. And nobody is supervising me. I am free to take whatever I want. At that time, my own intellect, my own sense of judgment tells me, hey, this should be your limit. Should not go beyond this limit. But my mind prevails upon me and I do it anyway. I am sure that everybody experiences like that. Is it not so? Sometimes when there is a craving inside, we love something, we are tempted by something, then we cannot control ourselves. So when I cannot control myself, when I know that what I am going to do is not right for me, and still, my mind, my emotions, my impulses prevail upon me and compel me, force me to do something which is harmful to me or to others. That is called slavery, helplessness. In Vedanta they call it bondage. In Vedanta, is the word bondage. Means we are bound by something. That is the sign of unhappiness. And what happens is, if we do not check this behavior of our mind, this is true of anybody, but true of our mind also. If we do not restrain our mind, we do not check the behavior of mind, allow the mind to do whatever it wants, ultimately we become slave of the mind and is not my intellect, not my understanding, not my sense of judgment that rules my life, it is my emotions, impulses, cravings, temptations, that's what rules my life. So this is how all addictions happen. If you start with just a cup of coffee, then just one pan masala, one cigarette, one peg, it starts like that and slowly I become a slave. I'll tell you my own example. When I was young, I just passed my engineering. I joined a big organization, engineering organization. The number of departments. So I was a trainee engineer. And we were rotated in different departments. So when I started my training in that department, there were a number of other senior engineers, so a number of people were there. There was one interesting ritual at 9 o'clock in the morning. All of them would assemble around a table. And the pune, you know who is a pune? A servant. 
The pune would bring tea for everybody. We are all sitting around the table and enjoying the tea, chatting, enjoying themselves. But I was raised in a family where children were not given tea. Meaning that maybe my father may have tea, my brother may my mother may have tea. But the students were not allowed to have tea or coffee or anything. Meaning that I became an engineer all the way without having tasted tea or coffee or anything like that. This was how I was. And I have no problem with that. But when I saw these other staff members and other engineers etc. all sitting around the table having a lot of fun on a cup of tea, then I wanted to be part of that. I also wanted to have fun. But I could have fun only if I joined them. Sitting, standing on the side, you know, you are not, you are not part of it. Therefore, to be part of them, I said, I also start taking tea. You follow this how the tea came into my life. Not because I like tea. At that time, I did not like the taste of tea. It tasted very bitter to me. I didn't like it. But just to be part of this fun, I made myself drink that cup of tea. Went on, on and on for a few months. Then one Sunday, this engineer is to know how to go to factories even on odd days also for maintenance, breakdown and stuff like that. So one Sunday, I had to go to this place. Some maintenance work must be going on. But Sunday, other people had not come. The tree club was not working. And there was no tea at 9 o'clock. I did not even notice that myself. I was busy with my work. At about 10 o'clock, I started having a little headache. I did not pay attention. At 10.30, I had an upset stomach. At 11 o'clock, I threw up a severe headache. I had to come home. I did not understand why this happened to me. After some Sundays, again it happened. Same kind of experience, I had a headache, stomach ache, vomiting, came home. Then I connected. I found that the reason why I had headaches, upset stomach, vomiting was because I did not have a cup of tea at that time. If I had tea, I was comfortable. No tea. I had these headaches. You know what it's called? This is called addiction to tea. You understand? There was a time when I never touched the tea for years together. Started having one cup of tea regularly. My system got used to that. System started liking it. System started craving for it. 
when I did not have it, I was punished with migraine headaches, severe headaches. From that time, I became a slave of tea. I knew if by 9 o'clock I did not have tea, I am going to have headache. I must make sure that wherever I am, I must have a cup of tea by 9 o'clock. This is not just one cup of tea. In the afternoon also this tea cup was assembling. So 3.30 also had another cup of tea. You know, this is how my system, and then what happened? So you are an engineer, you have your own desk and people come and meet you. That pure words they would oblige you. Without asking, he will bring a cup of tea for you and cup of tea for your guest. Soon before I realized, I started having three, four, five cups of tea every day. Not realizing that I was addicted to that. I could not do without tea. So in English there is a saying, Luxury comes as a guest. Luxury comes as a guest. In my case, the tea came as a guest. It lingers on to become host. You know, host means first guest. Then it lingers on to become host and stays on to enslave you. Tea came in my life as a guest. Became a host. Host means what? I was a guest and that thing became host. And then it became a master. I became a slave. If you observe your life, there are many things we cannot do without. So I must tell this. Tea is one example. <clears throat> that I discovered. I became slave of tea. But now if I look at my life, a slave of many things. I need a certain kind of bed, then only I can get sleep, otherwise I cannot. And a certain kind of chair, then only I am comfortable, otherwise I am not. Certain kind of footwear, then only I am comfortable, otherwise I am not. Certain kind of clothes, footwear, furniture, even painting, even my desk, even the surroundings. Slowly and slowly. In the beginning, I never noticed these things. But slowly, all these things came. They lingered on to be a host. And now, I am a slave. Where is my pen? I must have a given pen. A certain make I must have. A certain make of pen I must have. I cannot do it. But Swami, this also writes well. No, no, I want that pen only. Where is my cell phone? No, he's another one. No, I want this iPhone 11, 12. That's all I want. Nothing else. This kind of a shoe, oh, I must have only, you know, what is it, Crocs, whatever shoes make I should have. Brand. Certain kind of shirt I should have. They all came as guests. And slowly, I got used to them. Now is the time that I cannot do without them. When I was young, if I made a list of how many things I needed, the list may have 50 things. When I grow old, the list becomes longer and longer and longer. When I was a child, growing up in a small town, 
you know the rent to the school would not care for a footwear also while the sister would watch and look at me hey come where your chappal you know then i would put on chappal and go it did not matter to me then i went to bombay went to college to study you can't go to college bare feet just a footwear i got used to that after 6 months i went home for vacation and by my old habit went out of the house bare feet and then i realized that all those pebbles were pinching me you follow formerly when i was not wearing footwear pebbles did not matter to me <coughs> now that i started wearing footwear my feet became delicate and now every pebble was pinching me you see see how we become slowly and slowly more more delicate in life the more and more dependent more more delicate less and less tolerant more comfort comes in our life more delicate we become more is given to us more we want more we demanding we become and if your parents or elders or other people who satisfy our needs let better okay have it i want to do this okay better i feel that is nice but slowly and slowly then if one day mother says i'm sorry my son what do you mean i must have it then i become demanding because i become slave understand how we become slaves in our life slowly and slowly if we do not pay attention <clears throat> my guru puja swami ji was fond of making this he liked this statement very much what is progress what is progress answer is progress is converting luxuries into necessities so called progress you know so called progress is converting luxuries into necessities i'll explain what it means you know what's the luxury luxury is something that we need not have or we have it it's good to have otherwise it doesn't matter to me that's called luxury a sofa is a luxury if it's there okay it's not there i don't mind what's the necessity necessity is that without which i cannot do luxury has the freedom to use it or not necessity i have no freedom i must have it so in the beginning our relationship with things like my clothes my footwear my glasses my headgear and many other things i myself all the sorts of things that we have in the beginning is all luxury you may not know but then there was no cell phone i think 20 years ago you know i remember many years ago there were no even cordless phones no wireless phones 
so therefore when this person's daughter went out his wife went out our people went out mother was worried about the child husband was worried about the wife etc and then you call me when you reach there there was no cell phone there no car phone there no wireless phone you to get out to a phone booth and make a phone call you know this how it was do you know in the old just some years ago there was all this phone booths what was it called it was called uh uh what i am samaji std booth std booth yeah that's right <laughs> std std and then those what are the internet i isd something like that. i don't know huh? uh, something so formally people had to go to std booth for example when we went for a camp you know in different locations there were locations where there were no telephones as soon as the class is over in the evening you see a whole crowd of people going out is when are these fellows going why are they going away all going to the std booth long line there where they all wanted to call their family std booth so this std fellows were looking for our camps because they knew that when swami ji's camp came all the number of people would come and there were big uh, you know income from these std fellows what did you use std similarly chai walas you know when chai shops are around as soon as the class is over you find 25 people going and where are they going for a cup of tea think we are so used to something that we just, i said what's the need of calling every day it's all you have to call then cell phones can all the std business is over all that business is gone now cell phone comes formally when even std was not there there was a time when we had to wait our turn for making a phone call it would take one hour to get your turn you know you may not be you're not in war at that time perhaps there was a time when we had to make we had to apply to this phone uh, company for making a phone call and you will wait for your turn from united states if i want to make a call it may take one hour even from ahmedabad i want to call madras it may take 15 20 minutes your turn is to come our swami used to make a joke there was an astrologer in madras this fellow's business was when will your turn come in the phone you know he would predict that he made a lot of money so how we progress from that situation to today i have my own cell phone i can call at any time and then if your wife then there are all kinds of what is it the packages are there and all kinds of things are there and so anywhere i go i need not have to worry about whether the wifi is available or not i have it in my phone a data plan right okay so now how many phones calls do i make you know formally when a person was making maybe one call a day in us making one call in 15 days one one you know because it cost money now i see people calling every day 2 3 hours 
The daughter has gone to the United States, the mother calls every day. In the morning, he says, what do you talk? For two hours, the mother and daughter talks. What do you talk? Oh, I woke up at this time, I brushed my teeth, and I don't know what they talk. So every day, if you miss some day, then you know, you. So where have you come? You understand? This is called progress. I am not complaining. There is nothing wrong and right about this. What I am saying is how we are slowly becoming more and more dependent. You are becoming slave. You enjoy things. They say you enjoy things but things should not enjoy you. In Gujarat University, the huge billboard hoardings. You know where they, what they say? Darudiyo su daru piwano hato. Darudiyo su daru piwano hato. Daru ene piyeche. Meaning that it is not that the person drink alcoholic drinks alcohol. Alcohol is drinking alcoholic. You follow? Is it possible? Go nai? Daru apne piye koi dios? Darudiyo daru piye na? Alcoholic drink alcohol. Alcohol does not drink me. Is it not so? And why do they say like this? An alcoholic does not drink alcohol. Alcohol drinks him. What does it mean? Can somebody tell me? How alcohol drinks alcoholic? Swamiji. Hmm. સ્લે So everything is fine in life. God has given us everything to enjoy. Understand that a slave is never happy. You follow? A person who enjoys freedom is a happy person. So last sentence that Anokhi said in her presentation is that happiness is where freedom is. And unhappiness is where slavery is, dependency is, helplessness is. When I am free to do something, that's called happiness. When I am forced to do something, compelled to do something, then I am a slave. I am not a happy person. This is a problem that every human being has in one measure or the other. So we must know that happiness means freedom. Bondage, slavery, dependence, helplessness means sorrow, means unhappiness. So when we progress in our life, it's good to have more wealth, no problem. Have wealth, power, name, fame, have them. Question is, do you have them or do they have you? You follow? 
Am I a master of my wealth or am I a slave of my wealth? Am I a master of my power or slave of my power? Master of any, what is my relation with anything? It may be with my spouse, my family, my friends, money, job, anything. We may pay attention. What is the nature of my relationship? Is it a relationship with freedom or is it a relationship with slavery, with dependence? Am I free in the relationship or am I bound in the relationship? With furniture, with clothes, with footwear, with money, with parents, with friends, with any millions of relationships enjoy. Every relationship can become a source of happiness if there is freedom in that relationship. Any relationship can become a source of unhappiness or sorrow if we do not have freedom in that relationship. Freedom means what? Freedom doesn't mean that I am like a man, I am like a, uh, I have the, uh, I can do what I want. That's not freedom. Freedom is that I am able to control my impulses, I to control my emotions. I manage my impulses, manage my emotions. My relationship is one of non-demanding, not demanding, but giving. We'll talk about that. So, now when we have this raga, raga dvesha, attachment aversion, we talked about, isn't it? Anoki spoke about that. There are called impulses. Attachment is an impulse. When attachment comes in my mind, if attachment towards a person, towards an object of pleasure, towards the possession like clothes, anything, when my mind dictates that I must have it, I cannot do without that, then we should know that that is called slavery and that is a sign of unhappiness, of sadness. So it is possible that I can be a sad person in spite of having millions of things around me. You follow? When? If my mind is not free. If I am not in control of things. If I am dictated by others. My glasses dictate, hey, you wear me, come on. My shirt say, hey, you wear me. My shoes say, you wear me. When I am dictated by them, I have no choice, no freedom, then my free will is not available to me. Right in the beginning we said that the glory of the human being is a free will. Freedom of choice, the freedom to do what I want to do. Other creatures do not have that freedom. 
a dog you know likes a certain thing moment you present it will be tempted it will be controlled because rest of nature nobody has freedom they are all dictated by the nature we are the only creatures in the world who have the freedom not to necessarily control by our mind or emotions but by our good sense right thinking in vivekananda we call viveka viveka means right thinking the discernment thinking what is proper and so that is where the raga and dvesha attachment aversion we talked about anokhi mentioned the saint whom lord krishna describes advesta sarvabhutanam one who is free from dvesha aversion hatred for anybody meaning that hatred does not arise in his mind that is the sign of freedom because when hatred arises in our mind we lose control of ourselves hey i hate it the hatred comes that dictates what i do if i hate a person for example moment that person comes in my presence the hatred in my mind takes over my myself then what i do what i say what i do not say is all dictated by the hatred the person who has hatred is a person who is a slave you follow anger when anger comes to my mind i lose control over myself anger controls me i do not control the anger i am a slave of anger so when lord krishna describes this saint the wise person is also the description of a free person you follow advesta sarvabhutanam one who is free from hatred for all the beings maitravanu is friendly to all karunavanu is compassionate to all this is a tall order i understand you know but that is the ideal that is the description of a person who enjoys inner freedom when you enjoy inner freedom you are free in the outer world also inner freedom makes me free in life freedom does not mean the freedom to do what i want freedom means the freedom to do what is right you follow freedom means the freedom to do what is right not necessarily freedom to do what i like ultimately this saint is free the sense that what he likes is what is right he enjoys what is right if you enjoy what is right then there is no question of not you know what is right is also what you like 
So, this is the kind of transformation that slowly comes to us. This inner transformation that we are seeking progressively, provided what I want in life is clear to me. Yes, you can say that I want to be a rich man, fine. I want to be a famous person, okay. I want to be powerful, good, no problem. That's one kind of goal that we have, which we pursue, for which we are getting education and training from schools, universities, etc. And life gives opportunity to do those things. The second thing is, I want to be free. I want to be wealthy and free. Famous and free. Powerful and free, you understand? So, goal is not just to be powerful. Powerful and free. But freedom is the inner disposition of mind. So, you, when, you, when you set the goals for yourself, you are free to say whatever goal you want. So, I want to be the best doctor, best architect, best engineer, best mother, best teacher, best father. Best friend, wonderful, have it. At the same time, I also want to be free along with that. So, the method of becoming a wealthy person is one kind of method, and the method of gaining inner freedom is another kind of method. So, this is what we will focus our attention on. Because it is the inner freedom that makes you really happy or enjoy the wealth. If you have wealth, that's great. When does wealth become a blessing? When you enjoy inner freedom. If you remember in the beginning we said, everything in the universe can be a blessing or a curse. Wealth can be a blessing if I enjoy inner freedom. It's a curse or a burden. If I don't enjoy that inner freedom. Power is a blessing. If I enjoy that freedom. Power is a burden or a curse. If I am a slave inside. Today also you know many powerful persons, people in the world. The slaves inside. And therefore they abuse their power. Misuse their power. Their power is not of protecting the weak. The power is for exploiting the weak, you follow? You can use your power to protect others, to help others or you can use your power to exploit others, to take advantage of others. You can use your wealth to help others or you can use your wealth to exploit others. So wealth, power, fame, all of these by themselves are not right or wrong. Important thing, how are they used? Are they used to help others or hurt others? They will be decided by whether you are enjoying inner freedom or not. If you are enjoying inner freedom, your power will be a help to others. It's a blessing to you. It is an ornament to you. 
So wealth, power, fame, all of them give ornaments to you when they are used for the welfare of others, well-being of others. The very same thing, the wealth, power, fame can be a curse to you if they are used to hurt others, exploit others. In the world, we see both the kind of things. There are many people who are wealthy and helpful to others. There are many who are wealthy and exploit others. Powerful, helpful, powerful, exploiting. You please observe this. Observe in the world. Observe important people. How their life is. Outwardly weather. What do they do to the world, to the society, to others? They are benefactors of society or they are exploiters of society. You know, in India itself, there are many people like that. I don't know to tell names, some, but you will know. There are many people who are, we are proud of. They are very wealthy, at the same time, a great blessing to the society. There are others also who are very wealthy, but we are all concerned about them, that wealth will hurt us or not. So this is the one external goal, other is the inner goal. We talked about self-management, self-transformation. So while you are pursuing your goals in life, what we call material goals, like wealth, power, fame, etc. We should also simultaneously pursue the inner, inner goal, emotional maturity or spiritual goal. And so that is the basic emphasis that we will have here and uh, to how to make your life happy. You be happy and spread happiness. You are successful help others becoming successful. How to make our life worthwhile. A blessing for ourselves and others. So that is the purpose of this sessions here. We will conclude this morning here. And before we close the session, if somebody has any quick question, please uh, uh, see how much you gain out of this if something appealed to you, as I said the other day, if your own experiences confirm what I am saying, you know, observations also, yes, Swami, what you said, I, I realize this, yes, that was right, but this was not right. So, uh, that way you also participate in this. Yeah. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamivavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om